0: We are continuing on with the fruits of the Spirit. Tonight we are talking about kindness. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. We are going to know this verse good because we've been reading it every week for the last few weeks, and we're going to read it again tonight. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. These are the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, Up to this point, we have covered uh, love, joy, peace, and patience. And tonight, we're going to talk about kindness. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Let's pray. God, we thank you for our uh, kindness. We thank you that we can just talk about that a little bit tonight. God, we thank you for your kindness. We see your kindness uh, throughout your word uh, of you being kind to your people. And God, we live it out in our lives. We experience when you are kind to us, dear Lord. And so I pray that you would help us to, to show that kindness that we receive from you to other people that we come in contact with. And that when people see a kind act that we may do, God, let it never be so that people can congratulate us. But, God, let them see you through us and through those kind acts. And so I pray that in these few minutes, as we just talk about kindness, that you would just bless the reading of your word. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. Amen. Last week we talked about... Uh, patience, and if and if and if patience is 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 trying to uh, bear with people and and not giving people what they deserve, that is maybe sometimes somebody does something to you, and maybe they deserve for you to snap at them. Patience is not snapping at them. If 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 that's what patience is, then kindness would be giving people more than what they deserve patience would be just kind of holding back and not doing anything but kindness would be going that extra mile and say not only am i going to be patient with someone but i'm going to give someone something maybe they haven't done anything special maybe they haven't earned it i'm not paying them back they haven't done anything to deserve this but i am going to do something and i'm going to go above and beyond And instead of repaying perhaps somebody's evil with good, I'm going to be patient with them and I'm going to be kind to them in the process. There was a a scripture that that I thought about uh, that that I think helps us to kind of understand what kindness is and how you can... Use your kindness for good, how you can use your ability to to either help somebody or hurt somebody. We have a choice to make for, for people we come in contact with in our life. We can either choose to treat them nicely and kindly, or we can choose to shun them and treat them poorly. And sometimes we're in a position where we have a power to really make or break somebody. And we see a good example of kindness in the Old Testament in Genesis chapter 50. If you want to turn there, you can. Genesis chapter 50, verses 15 through 21. Genesis is toward the front of your Bible, at the very front of your Bible. If you're not familiar with it, that is no worries. There's a lot of books and sometimes it's hard to remember where they all are. But Genesis is going to be right at the very front. Genesis chapter 50. Verses 15 through 21. Now this is a story about a guy named Joseph. Now this is not the Joseph that was the uh, 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 husband of Mary on earth that we see about when we read about Jesus. This was a Joseph way back. He was, he was one of the sons of, of uh, Jacob, a.k.a. Israel, in the Old Testament. Uh, And Joseph uh, had 11 brothers, and his brothers did not like him very well because Joseph was kind of a favorite. His dad liked him. Uh, His dad had gave him this coat of many colors. And so Joseph was not liked very well by his brothers and sisters and some of you uh have had brothers and sisters or have brothers and sisters and you know what it's like when you're young and you might have been mean to them well nobody in here has ever been mean to their brothers and sisters but there are some brothers and sisters believe it or not that are mean to their siblings and and joseph's brothers did something that is mean for for to put it to put it mildly uh Joseph went out to see his brothers in, in the field, and they decided that they were going to kill him. And Reuben, one of the brothers, said, look, let's not kill him. They ended up throwing him in a hole and, 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 and selling him to some traders that came by. They ended up selling him into slavery, and Joseph ended up going to Egypt. And so Joseph had every right in the world to be angry with his brothers. So Joseph, after he got sold into slavery, he ended up going to Egypt. And when he got to Egypt, he became very high in command under Pharaoh. He, able, he was able to work his way up, and, and with God's favor, he was able to become uh, very high. And Pharaoh thought very highly of Joseph. And he was second in command, if I'm not mistaken, in, in all of Egypt. And so he had a lot of power. Well, what happened was that there was a famine in the land, but Joseph, through some visions, he knew what was going to take place, and all of Egypt had been preparing for the famine because they had seven years where the the crops and everything came in abundantly. And Egypt had prepared for that famine that was going to come. And so when the famine hit, all of the surrounding areas uh, around where Egypt was and all up into uh, what was eventually going to be the promised land where God's people were going to go and reside, all of Joseph's family, Jacob, and all of those people came down to Egypt. They made their way down there to get food. Now... A lot happened between, between the time that they got there and, and between the time they finally realized who Joseph was. But upon their father dying, his brothers were afraid of what Joseph might do. After all, Joseph was a man in power. Their father was not there to, 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 to talk Joseph out of whatever he may want to do. And they thought that Joseph may use his power to get back at him. All right, now we're ready to go. Genesis chapter 50 verse 15. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said to one another, If Joseph is holding a grudge against us, he will certainly repay us for all the suffering we caused him. Now, they caused their brother a lot of suffering. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being thrown into a hole and then being sold off to strangers when they came by and then being in slavery? You spent your whole life with your family, with your father, with your brothers, and now all of a sudden you are sent to a foreign land. Now, we can understand that Joseph was probably hot. He probably, and maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't upset about it. I don't know that the texts ever tell us, but I would be upset about it. And it's, it's likely to think that at least for a period that maybe Joseph was upset about it too. And his brothers, they knew it. They said, oh, Joseph, he, he may still be holding on to this grudge of what we did. What we did to him was pretty bad. Let's go a little further in verse 16. So they sent this message to Joseph. Before he died, your father gave a command. Say this to Joseph. Please forgive your brothers' transgressions and their sin, the suffering they caused you. Therefore, please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Now, Joseph's brothers realized that they had done nothing to deserve Joseph's forgiveness. They had done an evil thing. There was nothing that they could ever do to make up for that. They were worried that, man, if Joseph repays us in this... Accordingly to what we did for him, we are in big trouble. And so all they could do was say, "Look, please forgive us. I, uh, we're asking you, please forgive us. That that you won't hold this grudge against us." They sent this message. Dad said, "Don't don't hold this grudge. Just forgive your brothers for what they did." They were really concerned because they knew that Joseph had reason to retaliate against them. Let's read a little further. Jesus, uh, excuse me, Joseph wept when their message came to him. Then his brothers also came to him, bowed down before him and said, we are your slaves. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You planned evil against me. God planned it for good to bring about the present result, the survival of God of many people. Well, that's one of my favorite scriptures. I love that scripture because because it broke Joseph's heart that he thought that his brothers would feel this way and he called him in and he said, "Look, He said, don't worry about this. He said, you guys did something that that, that was meant to be evil. But see how God worked and used it for good? And look at all the people who were spared because now you've come here to Egypt. And because God allowed me to be here and be in power, now I can provide for my family and so many others who have come here in the famine. And, And Joseph said, look, you intended something for evil, but God used it for good. And that's one of my favorite verses as a Christian because you know what, sometimes I see evil going on. Sometimes evil things are done to me or I see evil in the world and I think, man, that's just not fair, that's not right. But then I'm reminded of this verse and I think, you know what, no matter how bad things may be, God can take the worst of the worst. And we may not understand how something evil could ever turn into good, but God can take something and he can take something evil and he can make it into something good. And that's an awesome message that Joseph was reminding his brothers about. Joseph wasn't holding a grudge. Joseph could have had anything he wanted done to his brothers. He could have kicked them out. He probably could have had had them killed. He could have done anything that he wanted to do to his brother. But instead, he praised the Lord and said, Look, God knew what he was doing. He was patient with his brothers. He he was patient. He, He let them come in. He gave them what they needed. They had been in Egypt for some time at this point and he had been patient with his brothers and now he is showing them kindness above and beyond what they deserved. He goes on to say in verse 21, Therefore, don't be afraid. I will take care of you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Now that, is a good passage for us. That is a good example of somebody that showed us exactly what it means to be kind. And that is to love those people who may do you wrong. That is to go above and beyond. And even though people may not deserve it, love them and be kind to them anyway. Because Lord knows that, that Joseph's brothers didn't deserve it and they knew they didn't deserve it. And you know what? None of us deserve the kindness that God gives on us. None of us deserve that. But God, uh, in, in the verse in Romans we read last week, it talks about God being patient and God being kind. And God is slow and God is kind to us so that in his kindness that we can repent. And just like Joseph's brothers, we don't deserve God's kindness. But he gives it to us because he loves us. I can imagine God saying these same words that Joseph said to his brother, saying, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm going to take care of you. And that's an awesome God that we serve. That we serve a God who will be kind to us. And that's the example that we follow. We follow that example that Joseph set for us, that God himself has set for us, that Jesus Christ has set for us. So let us as Christians look for opportunities to be kind. Let us, when everything in us wants to get back at somebody, let us take a second to say, you know what? I'm not going to repay evil with evil. I'm going to repay evil with good. I'm going to do something kind. I'm going to go the extra mile. I'm going to turn the other cheek. I am going to love my enemies because that's what Jesus did and that's what Jesus calls me to do. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this good word tonight. I thank you for the story of Joseph. I thank you for working in his heart so that he could have that forgiveness to, to be kind to his brothers. And I pray that you would teach us that same type of kindness in our life, God. That we would be able to just love those people that, that may have done evil to us. God, that if we see evil that's been done or uh, in our life or maybe we experience something that's going to be done, God, that you would... Help us to know that you can take the worst of the worst and you can make something great out of it. And so, God, I pray that you would help us to be patient in the midst of our of our struggles. And, God, I pray that you would help us to exhibit kindness to everybody that we have the ability to do so, so that everybody will see you, dear Lord, and they will know that this kindness that we possess is not because of our own doing, but it's because of your Holy Spirit and your love that leads us to it. In Jesus' name I pray Amen.